Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Empower Life Ministries podcast. This is your host, Daryl and Donna Barber. And today is February, excuse me, it's Friday, February the 23rd, 2024. Fabulous Friday. It is so fabulous. I love, <laughs> I love having a name for the days. Even I even say that too. You know, it's Marvelous Monday. Oh, yes. It's it terrific is. Tuesday. Marvelous. It's wonderful marvelous Wednesday. Dollars. It's thankful Thursday. And today is fabulous Friday. Yes, it is. <laughs> and we are so enjoying this teaching we're doing right now. Uh, all of this that we've been bringing out out of Romans has been absolutely powerful. And uh, we're going to look back into this today. Today, we're going to get into verse 22. And begin to speak a little bit about that because uh, if it's your first day joining us, we're talking about how that we learn to live in this new creation life that Jesus has brought us into. And the Apostle Paul had been contrasting, you know, the way we lived in sin and the way we live as a righteous man or woman of God. And we have fruit in our lives from that. Either way. And we've, and, yes. and today, uh, today he goes on now because now he's contrasted the sinful life we were living, and now he's going to go into the righteous life we're living. And he says, "But now," <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm telling you right now, that's when I read that, I'm thinking he's saying, "But now, thank God, <laughs> being made free from sin and become servants to God, you have your fruit." There, it word is again, yes. unto holiness. And the end, everlasting life. I love that. I'm telling you, uh, getting free, I'm telling you, getting free from sin and those things that kept us in immaturity lets us really become servants to God. Because, And we said this in one of the podcasts earlier, uh, we might have been born again, but until we take our assignment and walk it out, we're not the servants he's yes, called us to be, yes. and I want to be a serving son. And I think that's what what we were trying to get to understand yesterday about being under the authority and the submission of God. That's the only way that you can truly resist the devil. You have to first, there's an order, you have to first submit yourself to God, come up under his mission. And I want to take a moment, because we've been using this out of Romans, we've been contrasting the King James, or not contrasting, but giving another view of it from the Amplified Version. So verse 22 says, I'm going to do like you said, but now. That's right. <laughs> Since you have been set free from sin and have become willing slaves to God, you have benefit or fruit. That's what he used in King James. He used fruit. But he says you have benefit resulting in sanctification being made holy and set apart for God's purpose. And the outcome of this is eternal life. And I'm telling you what I thought about that is the, the thing that was said before, thank God Almighty, I am free at last. Little Martin Luther King Jr., right? <laughs> thank God Almighty, I am free, free at last. Free at last. <laughs> and, that, and that song that says free at last, you know, I love that. And, and this is every bit of this made me think of that. But again, he's saying there's benefit. The benefit is now you are being made whole. You are holy and set apart for God's purpose. Well, we see fruit too in that. We see fruit because in that. In that now, because we're willingly servants to God, we have the fruit 
coming out of that that results in sanctification. Mm -hmm. The fruit of us submitting to God brings us absolutely to a place that we set our part our, ourselves apart for God. Yes, we do. Here am I, God. Use me. Use me for your glory. Uh, you know, I was thinking of something when we were using these things and, and looking into and diving into, into them a little bit deeper, that when we become even, like I said a moment ago, thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. Being in that state of being thankful that we are set free from those things that once were such a bondage to us. And I've, I've used the illustration before, even when you come to the Lord and you submit to those things and he breaks those things off of you. However, there are times when you have become so comfortable with that way of life, even though you're set free from them, you pick up those broken chains and try to carry all that baggage with you. And that's where it comes into a place where you can't fully engage in what God wants you to do because you're dragging around the past with you. Right. One of the things I want to bring out in this, at the last part of this verse, he said the outcome of that sanctification that happens in your life where you're set apart for God's purpose, the outcome of that is eternal life. Mm -hmm. and, and one of the things I want to try to change your thinking in a little bit on that is Eternal life, when I hear that, you know, most people think, well, it's living forever and ever and ever. It's everlasting, you know, and all that. But really, that's not what the Scripture teaches. Because in John 17 and 3, it says this, This is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. So listen, when outcome of eternal life comes... That's really where we really come into a knowing relationship of the Father. And think about this. John 17. Let me just kind of set the stage about that scripture. This is Jesus praying this. Absolutely. This is Jesus at this the very end of everything that he's walking the earth and doing. He is praying to the Father. And he makes this statement. Here, this is what life eternal or what eternal life is, either one. And he's saying, Father, what the what really is, is when they know and experience, experience God as the only true God. You're not God of yourself anymore. Right. And you you got to get off the throne. Right. <laughs> you got to get off the throne and let God be the only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Because he dealt with all the time of people saying, you know, uh, well, this can't really be. The Christ. This is Joseph's son, right? You know, so they were constantly trying to say that you know he wasn't the the Messiah and those things like that. But this, the stage is here. Jesus is saying this to the Father, Father. This is really this is it. What is real eternal life? And you just made that statement. What is real eternal life? Knowing God. And that the key into that to me that speaks loudest is the word no. Mm -hmm. Because that speaks to an intimate relationship. Intimate, yes. You know, and just like we read earlier where we were talking about, you know, uh, when sin uh, is is brought forth, conceived, mm -hmm. or, or what is it? I can't remember how it read uh, earlier. Let me get back to it. Um, uh, when lust has conceived. Yes. It brings yes. forth sin. That's the same thing that it speaks to me in this. Because when we come become intimate with the Lord, fruit is going to be produced. Fruit is going to be produced, And what yes. are we going to produce? 
we're going to start birthing more sons yeah. into the kingdom yes. of God, sons and daughters into the kingdom. Yeah. Because we, why? Because I have a knowing relationship with the Father. Yeah. And, and that even goes back to him being in the very substance of the scripture. Mm-hmm. His very yes. substance is in that. So everything God is, is what we become. And that's what we bring to this generation. We're serving this generation. You know, give them God. That's right. <laughs> give Everything, them Jesus. Everywhere we go, we're we're producing His image. We're bearing His image and His likeness as yes. ambassadors for Him. So that is what we carry out to this generation: our knowing, intimate relationship that we have with the Father and the Son. Yeah, that's the eternal. I, that's life. what I have said. Even with parents, don't just. Uh, tell them about Jesus. Give them Jesus. Give them the Christ that's yes. in you. Uh, don't just take them to church. Be there and help grow them as you're growing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I have loved this. What we've done this week. Uh, you know, we many times we're recording several in a row, so we have to stop and preach a little bit, and <laughs> then turn the recording on. We really hope this has been beneficial for you this week. Um, I don't even know exactly where we're going to go on Monday, but. This has been Rich for Me. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, Enjoy the goodness of God. We'll see you back here Monday. God bless you.